0: This is the Kestrel Country Podcast where we discuss the people, places, and events all around Kestrel Country. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kestrel Country Podcast. Um, This is another first episode of 2021. (laughs) We're dropping two at once. So here we are coming to you uh, from my office here at Kestrel Realty Group on 6th Street in Moscow, Idaho. And I'm joined once again by my lovely wife, Catherine.
1: Hello, hello.
0: So this episode is really fun. Uh, This was our first interview of
1: of 2021. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We had Marshall Gallagher from Gallagher Contracting here in Moscow on, and kind of, I don't know, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We really did,
1: remodels, um, small project work, do it yourself stuff, um, some hot tips, cleaning tip, which I won't spoil right now.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Marshall, we've known for a while. Um, Great guy, he's done some work on our house, he's um, done a lot in construction over the years, and then fairly recently started Gallagher contracting. Um, So we got to talk to him about Not only what he's doing, but again, a lot of fun stuff about remodeling, Mm -hmm. um, trends, things coming up. Um, And yeah, I I learned a lot. So fun conversation. Hope you guys like it. Hope you enjoy it. Um, We'll talk about it at the end again, but Gallagher Contracting, Marshall Gallagher is, you can find him on Instagram or Facebook, Gallagher, G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R Contracting underscore Moscow.
1: And then he was gracious enough to send us some pictures of their remodel work um, on their house. So we'll get those dropped so you can take a look at those on the blog, which would be on movetomoscow.com, as well as on um, our blog at Kestrel Realty Group.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Marshall. Marshall, thanks for joining us. You bet. Marshall Gallagher with Gallagher Contracting. Yeah? hmm
2: So how long, when did you start Gallagher Contracting? So I started it just over a year ago. It was December of 2019.
0: Nice. Yeah. Good time to start a business right before 2020. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. And what were you doing before that? Um, well, I have been working off and on in construction, well, Mostly on in construction for about ten years, and then I was um, pursuing a field in the medical, uh, a career in the medical field. Nice.
0: So, what made you decide to to make the switch from not switch from construction? As you were doing construction, but um, pursue that instead of the medical stuff?
2: Yeah. So, I had worked in construction for quite a while, and I didn't just love it. It was um, kind of a lot of the same thing. It was pretty. Just kind of humdrum and i wanted something that was a little bit more challenging and when i decided to go into the medical field i was working at a hospital but i needed a second job and so i started just doing stuff on the side and i realized that i really loved working with clients directly and coming Mm -hmm. up with like working on a little bit more complicated remodel projects and having to come up with like unique solutions to problems and so i did it for about six months and i just realized i actually really love what i'm doing And so that's when I decided to drop out of school and start pursuing it full time. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I think. Is that when you did our tile backsplash? Yes. And I made you chip out the (laughs) color because we switched colors partway through on our grout. And I love it. I love it. Some clients
0: are a pain. I know, (laughs) massive pain.
1: (laughs) But no, so is it the creativity side that you like being able to help somebody envision a remodel and and that artistic element?
2: Yeah, before it was just kind of a lot of the like really basic, same things kind of over and over. And then actually being able to be there from the beginning, from the like the planning stage and the creativity stage and coming up with solutions. And then also, I found that like a lot of my clients don't actually know what they want. Mm, Um, And so helping them realize and being able to explain things in terms because you know a lot of times i can sit there and look at a project and just see the end result Mm. but not everybody can and so you have to figure out how you know either draw stuff out or come up with pinterest boards and different ways of explaining things to them so that they can help see that end vision because you can't just explain it really quick and then they're like oh yeah okay you know (laughs) it doesn't work that way often no well and it's
1: daunting and overwhelming i think when you're the homeowner, for instance, looking Mm -hmm. at a project and thinking, how am I going to make all these decisions? Yeah. So having somebody come in and kind of make, at least for me, that's really helpful (laughs) or advice and opinions. Well, will this work? What about wear and tear? What about, you Mm -hmm. know, there's so many factors.
2: Yeah. And I've also found like when helping make them, helping them make decisions, there's certain things that I'll consult them about because I think, no, this is important. Like this is, they want their stamp on this. And then there's other stuff that I've realized I'm just gonna make this executive decision because it will tie into the home and it's not something they're actually going to care about. Mm-hmm. And so that way you can help limit their decisions so they're not overwhelmed through the whole process. Has that ever backfired yet? <laughs> no, no, because it's usually relatively like in things. things. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuff I mean, they
1: wouldn't want to even, or know about. Yeah, things about. like,
2: you know, they go through and they pick their light fixtures, and I notice that they're picking black accents. So when I go mm-hmm. to order their doors, I just order black hinges, because I know that they're going to want black hinges. And, and they probably wouldn't in. even think about that. No, and yeah. but the, I don't want to have to call them and be like, so do you want brush nickel, or do you want, you know, chrome, or do you want black, or do you want bronze? And oh, yeah. it's just all these decisions where, like, they don't, they're not even going to notice, it just will be black. And then if it did backfire, it's usually... In sequential dollar Mm -hmm. amounts that I can be like, okay, I'll switch these out for chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, have you, it's funny that you mentioned black light fixtures, black accents. Is that, are you seeing that as a trend currently? Yes.
2: Yeah. It's been really hip right now. Um, A lot of just white and black Mm -hmm. is really popular. Um, I think in what is trendy right now is kind of a a bit timeless. Mm -hmm. So, um, you'll see some if you kind of look through things like greens are really popular and so you'll see some kind of crazy colors going out there but like i find that a lot of people base elements they just want super simple usually Mm -hmm. like white walls white trim and then they'll build their color palettes more with accents Mm then
1: that's what i like i love white i mean especially up here where it's dark throughout a lot of the year Mm -hmm. you want the white and bright interior to get rid of that
0: yeah yeah it's i uh, have you seen so you mentioned like black light fixtures i hadn't really seen that much of that and then all of a sudden i feel like i've had clients talking that way mm-hmm. um i have one client that are they're doing black uh, plumbing fixtures
2: too yeah. yeah is that
0: i had yeah I, I so they must are, be out of the
2: loop but i was like wow black plumbing fixtures they are really trendy right now um It's a little bit difficult because it's kind of hard to get consistent black. Mm. Um, So what's really nice about things like um, brushed nickel is if you jump from brand to brand, they're going to look the same. But if you have a black fixtures, you're going to get maybe like a satin black fixture or a matte black fixture or an oil rub bronze that is Mm. basically black with like a little bit of bronzy texture in there. And so I think it's still a new enough trend that it's kind of a little bit more difficult to work with. Um, but it's doable, um, yeah. But yeah, plumbing fixtures, light fixtures, even like outlet switches and stuff like are that going are going black. Really? So one That's question I cool.
1: have because we deal a lot with cleaning on mm-hmm. property management. Yeah. So that would be my number one question. We have hard water, so does it stain on the black? Should people be drying it? And if you're using any kind of abrasive cleaner.
2: Yeah, does that um, it? so it does. I don't I think probably the fixture that's going to hide the most hard water will be the brushed nickel because it's already mm-hmm. kind of a cloudy yeah. texture. As far as cleaning it, um, we I recommend people use um walnut shell sponges because they're very abrasive and they don't huh. actually scratch anything. Wow, so okay, I like need to look those up now. Tip. Walnut yeah. shell sponges, walnut so the actual shell. sponge is like made, made out of, of walnut. crushed walnut yeah. shells or something. Interesting. Yeah. And it feels like a normal sponge, but, but you can be super... We have, in our Airbnb, we have a chrome fixture, so it's super shiny, right. and we always you know, want to make sure that looks super shiny when people come in because it's kind of oh, obvious, yeah. and you can just scrub really hard at that thing, and it doesn't scratch it at all.
1: Oh, mm. that's nice. What oh, yeah. cleaner do you Good use? Because I know like, you don't want to get comment on no, your stuff. That'll
2: yeah. hurt um, the finishes. We have just a, uh, a natural... Disinfectant that works right? for yeah. The shell so, but like an all purpose cleaner, I think would be fine. The walnut shell is just really awesome. That's really, cool. really good at cleaning. That hmm. is
1: cool. So, it's awesome. Yeah, good tip. It, it is a good tip. <laughs> so, your Airbnb, yeah, you guys remodeled that completely. Mm-hmm. How long did that take? And what, speaking of vision from the beginning to the end, where did that start? Okay,
2: so, well, we had started looking for a home maybe in 2017. Oh, you might remember Mike. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> and we, looked. Together. we were living in a, an apartment at the time that our landlord was interested in selling. Um, but like a lot of things had to kind of fall into place. And so it wasn't like a done deal. So we started looking for other stuff. And every, I mean, we put Mike through the ringer. Like every time we looked at something... <laughs> It was just like not what we wanted. We kept comparing it to the apartment that we were living in. We really wanted to buy where we lived. And so we just looked and looked and looked and and we couldn't find anything. And I think it was like a year and a half process. And then the house that we ended up buying, I saw just leaving a friend's house. I hadn't seen it at, on at all. Texted Mike, it had actually been on the market for a while. And we walked in and it was the first house like my wife and I both were just like, we love it. This is it was
0: also a disaster at the time. <laughs> so.
2: Yes, it was a little bit, yeah, a bit run down. But, like, it was the first time where we are like, we can see ourselves living in this part of town. This is, and and, and it was, it had lended itself. There was, it had had an addition put on sometime in the 70s. And so there was a part of the house that felt very separate from the rest of the house. Um, and so it, in my mind, it was just, like, the perfect place to add, a, like, wall it off from the rest of the house and make it an apartment. hmm so I saw it from the walking in there. I went home and drew it up for my wife. And she was like, oh, okay, I can see it. Then we went back and looked at it again. And we we're like, we can make this work. We started, we closed on a Wednesday. And we started ripping drywall and walls down that Wednesday evening. <laughs> um, and it was kind of a longer process than we had anticipated. I was hoping like a two or three month process. And it took us, I think, almost six months mm. to get it mm-hmm. running. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I was working full time. Yeah. Um, my wife was working full-time. We had a newborn baby. And so Thank you, yes. <laughs> it makes it that makes the remodel process slower. <laughs> yeah. But there was a one point where we <laughs> we had like demoed the back of the house, and then we ripped all the carpet up in the front of the house and had the floors refinished. So it was like a month or two after we moved in, and so we had to take everything back out of the front of the house, and we put it in the, in the back that was like gutted and demoed. And we were, like, laying in bed, and we had, like, blown insulation, like, wafting down onto (laughs) our bed. I was like, well, I should probably have waited, like, a week or two to do this. (laughs) So, but it was a fun experience. It was a lot of late nights. Um, But I I probably, if I were to do it again, I'd probably be a little bit more calculated. And then maybe even consider, like, hiring certain things out. Mm Because there's stuff that, obviously, I'm capable of doing, but it... Um, would it just been better to get certain like plumbing and electrical just done? Mm. So. You did most of all, pretty much all of it yourself. Yeah. I had on the plumbing and electrical, I had a little bit of a help. Um, cause I, it was my first time ever working on that. Um, and so, but yeah, I did most of it all myself and it was just a huge learning curve. Mm-hmm.
0: So and it's one bedroom Yeah, one 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 one,
2: bunch from Airbnb. How's it gone? Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Even throughout all of that. What did 2020 look like? Yeah. So we were booked, you know, because we we started it in the beginning of 2019. Mm -hmm. And the first year was just fantastic. We kept up in our prices and just kept getting people. And then we hit 2020 and we didn't adjust our prices. We were, well, we were totally booked all spring. And then as like COVID became more of a thing, people just started canceling and Airbnb Mm -hmm. offered the option to cancel like free of charge. And so we lost all of our business from about March till June, I think we were like pretty much totally dead. We even had a a couple come and stay with us for a month, like as a long-term rental situation. Mm -hmm. Well, they were waiting for their apartment to free up. Um, and it was just, we just kind of rode the storm. It was, um, and then in June, things started picking up. We have definitely, it's not the market that it was before COVID. Our prices aren't as high as they were, but. There's June, no football really. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we don't, don't have any weekends. of those big weekends, but yeah. we, yeah, we kind of, it started picking up. And then now, I mean, we're pretty solid. We've been booked wow. solid all through December and January. Oh, that's, that's great. great. Um, it's weird the dynamic of the people that we're seeing are people like wanting to get a little bit uh, like a getaway. The, mm. when we're coming to Moscow for a getaway. We live two hours away. It's mm. no longer people coming from across the country or mm-hmm. people from out of the country. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people up from Spokane, <coughs> up from Boise, all over Oregon. Interesting. we had guests, so it's been kind of interesting to see that the dynamic change. And then uh, we were—I was reading an article on Airbnb. And that was actually something that they noticed as a company, they, they almost went under at the start of COVID and then they totally redirected their marketing scheme to mm. appeal to local people because people just wanted little getaways. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That is so, interesting.
1: Well, to... jumping onto the do it yourself question because okay. since you're helping people with remodel plans mm-hmm. and projects, what are the big key items that you would recommend not doing yourself?
2: Well, okay, so that one's a hard one. Okay, I I don't actually really discourage people from anything. And I have a lot of clients because I'm working kind of in a niche with like smaller projects, bathrooms, Mm -hmm. kitchens. It's not necessarily an entire house remodel where they're working with a bank loan or whatever. They're kind of on a pretty limited budget. And so I have a lot of people that want to try to do as much as they can themselves. And I'm super happy and willing to work with them. Um, It's kind of like a catch-22 with the scheduling, you Mm. know, Like, if you're going to do something, then you have to do it, like, in the evenings when I'm not there so that it's ready for me to go on to the next, you know, step. And if it's not, then I will end up doing it. And so kind of just working those schedules. But I'm really on board to have, I encourage people to push themselves, watch videos. There's so much out there Mm -hmm. to get help on, and then I can go in and fix stuff. So I think if I were to, like, say one thing that probably Mm -hmm. shouldn't do is, like, structural framing. Okay. That one, because a lot of things can go wrong if you don't do it the right way. And that's
1: the insides. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, hanging windows maybe is, Mm. like, a little bit more complicated. Okay. But nothing, I don't know, nothing in construction is like rocket science. It's doing your research, educating yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So.
1: See, the plumbing and the electrical, those scare me, because if those go wrong, you're dealing with water problems.
2: Yes. Yeah. Or... Fire. fire or fire, or yeah. Electrocution, yeah. Plumbing is super simple, really. Actually, now that I've kind of started to get into it, okay. okay. Sorry to all the plumbers out there, like I do not <laughs> <like> a good jerk, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I go, you know, um, McCoy has a fantastic team. And yeah. if I'm not sure about something, I can go in there, I can explain them my situation, I will show them pictures, they will walk me through it. They now have. It's not like you're not working with the galvanized pipe anymore. Mm. That is super difficult and complicated and everything has to be the right length and then you have to thread it. I mean, you're working Mm. with these PEX pipes that are bendy and move around corners easy and they have shark bite fittings so the things just slide together. So, or crimp fittings, which are also super easy to work with. And so it just, it's become more easy and if you have... We in Moscow we have McCoys and they're oh, super, they're fantastic yeah and they're super willing to help you kind of DIY it and so since we have that resource available mm-hmm. electrical yeah I would say probably don't do electrical like <laughs> yeah. I mean if you want to switch out like your outlets from what you know yeah if you have like cream color and you want white that's pretty basic that's yeah. the but. extent of my electrical <laughs> Electric. like if I can take it apart
0: look at exactly what it was and just put the put new thing in like light fixtures. No big deal. You yeah. Know, outlets. But like yeah. wiring something, it's funny because I've had people say to me, like, Oh come on, electrical is so simple. It's just boom but you know. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's <laughs> that may be, but I feel like it's simple if you know Yeah. If all it's like it. you get into mm-hmm. like a branch, you know, circuit whatever, you yeah. know, what do they call it? Like a switch leg, this and then I'm
2: like, I am out. I can <laughs> you know? Yeah. When we did the Airbnb, I had somebody walk me through it and then I ran all the wires. And did it because it was just, you know, putting it in and putting it into the boxes and staples and stuff. And then I had it all come down to our panel. And mm-hmm. then I hired somebody to come in to, to connect, connect it. it to the panel. Because I was like, ah, that's like well, a lot of Well, insurance electricity.
1: questions would probably be another factor on some of that when did it? If you had a problem and you didn't install it correctly, could you an know, insurance I don't, be a question? question? I don't
2: think so. Don't okay, quote me on that. Okay, we won't, but, um, well, uh, we <laughs> will play it. But, you know... <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of, so like with permitting and stuff, um, it's super weird as a contractor, like I can't do my own electrical and plumbing in somebody's house in the state of Idaho. You can technically do it if the total job is less than $2,000 because it's then considered a handyman job. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. I don't, I hire out my electrical and plumbing in my own house. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and homeowners have a lot of like grace as the uh. things that they're allowed to do themselves. And so they can save money that way. And okay. I don't think insurance takes a place into it. Like permitting with the city, they, they're totally fine if homeowners do things themselves. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah.
1: Switching out the outlets, sorry, it made me think through the ones you did that I still really love, the snap lights or whatever they were called. It's oh, a yeah. total jump off topic, but we love those. Snap have you lights. seen those? Is that what Well, they're those called? weren't the
0: outlet, but no. yeah, have you seen, they're like, um, it's a light, it's an outlet cover that oh. has the little yeah. prongs on it and then it has a, uh,
2: what do you call those night lights at the bottom like yeah but they shoot LEDs. down towards
1: the floor yeah so we
2: have them in our kitchen so I love that our, that. our kitchen's just slightly lit up at yes. night if we get up yeah yeah anyway yeah there's cool
1: those stuff are like that that's yeah hot tip yeah
0: yeah so you're doing uh are you doing mostly bathrooms kitchens you mentioned bathrooms. yeah that's bathrooms.
2: just kind of how it's happened mm-hmm. um i've done other small things for people like i did a deck repair not too long ago um yeah but like for the mo- i'm i just quoted like a wood place, fireplace installation. Oh, nice. But for the most part, it's just been kind of bathrooms and kitchens, actually. there has mm-hmm. been a lot. Of, or or more handyman, like patching drywall or something like that. Gotcha.
1: So do you Have you been doing a fair bit of tile work with those bathroom kitchen remodels? Yeah, yeah.
2: usually there's mm-hmm. something. I, I'm not doing tile exclusively. Because when I kind of started, that's all I was doing. And then when I decided to actually kind of make this a career and start a business, then I decided, realized, okay, there's not enough tiling to do just tiling so mm-hmm. but um yeah I, I do usually tile at least every project
1: nice
2: is
0: there something that you enjoy the most doing mm-hmm. you No, know,
2: you said you like the whole visionary
0: like starting from the beginning talking through ideas with people all of that but like in terms of an actual
2: like man i just love tiling or i, love <laughs> or I really trim don't carpentry or i'm just yeah curious. um no i think i like it all honestly my favorite part is like the public relations and writing up plans and the kind of that prep stage and the Mm. communication and style design like picking stuff that is i think my most favorite part Mm. And as far as the actual construction i kind of like all of it i also sometimes don't like all of it
1: if it's it super cold totally-
2: if it's super cold and you're like outside then it's kinda like oh well. yeah. It's <laughs> not so fun.
0: I remember back when I did framing years ago in Michigan. I remember we had to like you would have to quit working because all the airlines would freeze, you know, oh. for the nailers and stuff. It's like this is just too cold. This is yeah. <laughs> when you're spending half of your day just fighting the cold and yeah. not actually working. Yeah, it's I, a little bit rough.
2: We did a when I used to work for a different company. We did a house out in Deary like three years ago, and it was on top of a hill, and they had like one day they had like three feet of snow, dump <laughs> in a day, and I came home and like my back was just like blue, <laughs> and I was like, "That's cool, like you know I'm getting frostbite. It's fine. Like <laughs> <No> <laughs> I should definitely deal. keep doing this." <laughs>
1: oh, <man. laughs> well, we're running out of time, but briefly, when did you come to Moscow?
2: Uh, I've been here for. Seven years.
1: And what brought you down to Moscow?
2: The University of Idaho. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then you got. Did you meet your wife down here?
2: No, I've actually known my wife since I was two. Awesome. Know that? Yeah, I told my mom when I was six that I was going to marry her. Are you serious? That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) So, um, and then we didn't start dating until 2016. January okay.
1: 2016. Oh, that's fun. I, yeah. I know that. I don't know. So, but then hannah has got a really good eye for design too.
2: Yes. Yeah. So she really likes to do that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, we play off each other actually super well. Sometimes if I'm trying to come up with like a, a design, trying to deal with a design question and trying to work through something, she'll, she can sit down with me and like just kinda of point out the obvious things that for whatever reason I can't see. You know, you stare at something for too long yeah. and then you can't see the obvious solutions. Yep. So That's really fun. Yeah. Cool. Now I'm gonna have my last question too.
0: What is your favorite tool? Do you have <laughs>
2: a favorite tool? Um And are you Dewalt, Milwaukee? Yeah, DeWalt, Dewalt, DeWalt for okay. sure. Sorry, Milwaukee people, but they're terrible. No, we like DeWalt too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anything battery
1: powered. I love I love DeWalt stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. My wife, like, it's nice. Uh, you hear, like, jo- like stereotypical jokes about couples and husbands buying tools. Like, my wife does not care. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's totally on board with me buying tools. Um, gosh, my favorite tool. Um, uh, I think it depends on the day, but probably just my impact. Like, super basic, but I, it's definitely the one I use all the time. Um, that or my multi-tool probably it's probably what you can't go with. yeah the
0: impact wrench or
2: driver right yeah that's what you probably can't go without. i can't go without it and i love it i like using it it's i have a really small one that's not like they have the newer ones that are better and more powered and i have a couple of them but i don't use them really i just mm. use my little guy mm. so yeah dewalt's awesome they're so <laughs> and they're like constantly coming out with new
0: Oh, man. My brother-in-law has the inflator.
1: Oh uh, yeah, we the don't have that.
0: It's like just a, it's twenty volt, you know, Dewalt, but it's um, it's like a almost a mini air compressor, but it's not oh. a compressor. You know, it's just small, and he just keeps it in the car, like, you know, blow up bike tires or oh, wow. if you going like to the your, river, your, yeah, like you're your inflating tubes. your tubes, like mm-hmm. anything. It's just like, I mean, but he's got is, Jerry's yeah. like he got all the new well DeWalt for camping.
1: Tricks. I really want a. We kept talking about this. There was a couple things. One,
0: we did bring some of our Dewalt tools camping. Yeah. I sure? have I my
2: radio, like <laughs> so that like we have the sound machine for the boys when they're sleeping, so that you can oh, yeah. that charge your phone you charge, your phone. you charge your phone. I want know. a
1: vacuum to vacuum out the tent. We <laughs> have mean, you know, one. Do you do they, that? We yeah, don't the have a little. Do you yeah. have
2: the, the shop vac or the? Little? I little? have like the little tiny one that's all like, in one piece. Super handy. We use it to just clean out our car super quick. Yeah. I will tell you what my new favorite tool is. I just bought the Dewalt brad nailer. I thought it was gimmicky and kind of dumb and i just didn't buy it and didn't buy it and finally i was like oh, i do it so many little things that mm. it's just not worth it for me to like set up my compressor and everything to come in here and like shoot 10 nails so i bought it because but it was kind of expensive and i didn't think that i would really use it that much i use it all the time like i will never use my pneumatic because then i then don't get, have yeah they're so handy oh. it's kind of big and clunky but it's really not like i never struggled getting it into tight places mm. and so yeah If I were to pick one right now, I it's amazing, and I'm gonna get the battery operated stapler too.
1: Oh, nice! So I also love. This is not a tool for construction, but the Mm -hmm. battery operated leaf blower. Yeah, that's fantastic. Super powerful. Snow
2: removal. Oh, if it's like a light fluffy snow, I just go out and blow our walkways. Nice. That's smart. And their weed eater is really good, too. I, I know. Love we eaters. have the weed eater. <laughs> oh, yeah. my word. It's so light. And you can I take couldn't, it not Because we live
0: out of town. You know, we've got quite a bit of property. And I was kind of like, there's no, like, I need a big steel, yeah. you know, gas-powered weed eater. Like, that thing, it'll get through some hefty and the bag big old thistles. They last. And
1: they last. And you can, it's, it's the pretty light. Killer. You can just take it anywhere. Uh-huh. I love that.
0: You know, no more, like, priming. and man, man. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah it's sweet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, DeWalt commercial now. Yeah, so sponsor us. Yeah, really. A
2: <laughs>
0: awesome. Well, thanks, Marshall. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, where do people find you, your contact information, if they want to bid or start um, talking about ideas for their projects?
2: Yeah, I am on Facebook and on Instagram, so you guys can message me there.
1: And what's your handle on those?
2: Um, uh, handle? Handle? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not super techie. Uh, <laughs> on Instagram, I think it is... Um, Gallagher Contract underscore Moscow. Okay. And then Facebook is just Gallagher Contracting.
1: Awesome. Perfect. Awesome.
0: Thanks again, Marshall.
2: You bet. Have a good one. All right. Thanks.
1: Thanks for joining us. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week.